started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. All right, welcome to City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast, hosted by me, Stephanie, aka your five minute orgasm. <laughs> uh, and I'm Alex, aka uh, the woman who hates investment bankers. Mm, mood, me too. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about episode nine of Sex in the City. We're almost down season one. Uh, this episode was called The Turtle and the Hare, which I'm pretty sure the first time I watched this episode, like earlier this year, I didn't really get the joke of the title at first. Why not? I don't know. I just didn't think about it, I think. Um, but <laughs> it should be called The Turtle and the Rabbit. It should be called we'll the Turtle. Yeah, there. we'll get there. Um, this is a fun episode that's largely about vibrators. <laughs> So As honestly, the vibrator plot isn't really, it's like a B plot, but. It is kind it of does... like the B plot. It's the A plot in my heart. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. This whole episode should be about vibrators. Yeah. It's like, it's very specifically the rabbit vibrator. Like, not even just, not just any vibrators. Like, this, this whole episode might as well just be like sponsored by rabbit vibrators. I sort of, I don't know about you. I specifically, I don't know if it was this app, but I remember like rabbit vibrators being such a big thing. Yeah, kind of the same. Like, I'm like when I was, I can't even remember. I feel like it was when I was like a teenager when I first kind of learned that there were even like different kinds of vibrators and stuff. I feel like I heard about it a lot. I think, I don't know, maybe because like it was because this episode, it probably did help popularize it. Oh, it had to I remember obviously being a, a very curious teenager and finding out that like everyone was obsessed with a rabbit and honestly it's overrated yeah eh, i think so too <laughs> but i mean that's clearly not the opinion that our girls have this week so uh i guess we can get into it well, well okay first i'll say what our question is of the week carrie's kind of main question is is it better to marry someone who loves you more than you love them yeah is it time mm. to settle is it time um, to settle again? everyone's settling Hmm. Hmm. I, I think hmm. it's better to be the. Is it better to be the settler or the settlee? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, pros and cons of each. We get to see a little bit of. Everyone seems to be settling this episode. Maybe this is a thirty-something thing, but. <laughs> I, I will never settle for anything. Yeah. Never settle. Always be the settlee. <laughs> <laughs> Or try to make it like a 50-50 split. Either way. I mean, that's ideal, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we opened this episode with yet another love story. Um, her perfect friend, Brooke. So Carrie's friend, Brooke, only dates A-list guys. Um, they're all kind of like old and ugly, though. But I yeah, guess they're all rich. She should just said, yeah, she just said rich. Um, yeah. Because there's like a whole thing about how like uh, she sailed for this. I guess he's meant to be ugly guy. But like, I don't think her dates before were all that special. No, they were all kind of gross. Yeah, no. the only the only difference with this one guy, because now she's getting married to someone, and uh, apparently she once called him more boring than exposed brick. <laughs> I found this so offensive as a millennial. <laughs> Why specifically as a millennial? <laughs> Millennials love exposed brick. When was the last time you went to like a hipstery coffee shop? Oh, you know what? That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's an average $100,000 wedding. Um, 
<laughs> I this was really good um timing because I did go to a very expensive wedding recently. Yeah. Was was it a hundred thousand dollar wedding? <laughs> I didn't ask because I think that's meant to be slightly rude. Yeah, probably. But I would imagine it was reasonably. It was nearing there. God, weddings are fucking expensive. It was fucking expensive, and like I did wear a very similar outfit to Carrie, which I am like annoyed about <laughs> that I am a Carrie in real life. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so the girls all were wearing really good outfits to this wedding so it's not like it's a bad thing but no but it was super cute they were wearing black i loved that because carrie's like we looked like the witches of eastwick at this wedding <laughs> they all looked really good everyone else is kind of just like classy regular but yeah well apparently you're not meant to wear black to weddings i only found really? this out recently i didn't know that i figured it was just like not wearing white to weddings like black is is it just supposed i don't know that's weird i think it's because it's too depressing hmm well, fuck that. Yeah, I, I wore black. Carrie's wearing black. All the other mm. girls are wearing black. It's okay now. I mean, if Charlotte's wearing black, I'm going to take her word for it. She probably knows all the tra- like the traditions and stuff. So Yeah. So she seems to be fine with it. So um, they're all seated at this singles table. And Charlotte's mm. like sitting down next to this guy who's very like Snape-esque. <laughs> <laughs> weird greasy long hair like a chain around his neck Char- the people are like there's a child at their table there's like yeah. a literal little boy yeah i guess they kind of combined like the kids table with the singles i guess like I it's so weird well there's two actually because there's like one i guess for you know appropriate people yeah and then there's one where they're at which the is the shit one two. yeah the shit table <laughs> But we get to meet the other namesake of the episode, the turtle. He's this, uh, his name is Bernie Turtletob. I I feel like I've heard that name used in okay. other, like, TV shows and stuff. I always think it's fake. So, yeah, because it makes me think of Bojack, because in Bojack Horseman, uh, there's, what is his name, Lenny Turtletob? And he's yeah. played by J.K. Simmons, I think. Which just made me think of that. And he's like an actual turtle, of course, because it's Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah. It must be a real name. But like when I heard it in Bojack Horseman, I was like, oh, of course, he's, he's got tail on his name. He's a turtle. Yeah. And then I, hearing it here kind of confused me. Yeah. And he gets called the turtle because of his name. Like that's just what he's called the entire episode by Carrie and her, her near voiceovers and everything. I guess um, he also has a like a turtley aesthetic as well. Yeah, he kind um, of looks has, like turtley. Yeah, he ha- he's bald and he has like glasses, like quite wide ones. Yeah, Thick, yeah, wide glasses. I mean, which I guess is like turtley. I don't know why it makes me think turtley. Maybe because it makes me think of like the Master of Disguise and like that one, <laughs> that one <laughs> outfit where he's like a turtle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just is yeah, it's him. It's the fucking the other one from Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, I guess he's actually known for being really good at investments and having bad breath. Mm, yeah. And he's generally just kind of like nerdy, I would describe him as, which they treat as like 
disgusting. Yeah, he's just he's just not, you know, like classically hot or anything like that. So No, he's he's sort of a bit socially inept and kind of a classic like nerdy. They definitely uglied him up as well. Oh, for um, sure. But they do sort of treat and he has bad breath, which a lot of people have bad breath. They really overplay so it that. It must be pretty bad. Yeah, a <laughs> yeah. lot of people do. It's like fucking gross. Keep mints in your bag. Yeah, it's very funny though cuz like so he comes over to their table and he's kind of like looking some Samantha up and down and like jumps up to talk to her. Because <laughs> well, Samantha says this thing I loved where like Carrie's sitting down. She's like, Samantha, sit down. She goes, no, this dress only works if I'm standing up. <laughs> I loved that a lot. <laughs> Me too. Because she's there are dresses that only work if you're standing up. And it's I appreciate true. that. Yeah. It's it's a little bit of real life in there. In your <laughs> This is, re- this is how women talk, ladies it and gentlemen. It really is. It really yeah. is. And then the turtle gets up and flirts with her, and she's just, like, not into it. And she's like, my table's over there, and walks away. And then the turtle leans into Carrie and is kind of like, what do I want to do to get with your gorgeous friend? And Carrie's just, like, leaning away from his bad breath. And then she, like, literally picks a flower up from the table and sticks it in her face to stop it's, smelling his breath it's like you so could, ridiculous you could be a little bit more subtle about it but oh i love it and mm-hmm. um yeah samantha like literally abandons them for the night it's great yeah because it's like all the three girls just sitting at the table and samantha just pieces out to do whatever else she's doing the entire night Oh, yeah, she's probably flirting with that guy we see later. Um, oh, yeah, probably. But, he, like, the turtle's also eating the dessert, and he's trying to figure out what type of pear it is. Yeah, this is, like, the first of a couple times this episode where he's, like, picking at his food and, like, trying to discern exactly what he's eating. It's, I don't know if it's just supposed to be a character trait that makes him seem like an incredibly boring guy or something, but... I guess so. I I don't think it's unrealistic, I definitely mm-hmm. know people who I could imagine doing that. Oh, for um, sure. But it is a very specific character trait. I feel like someone in the writing room must know someone with that exact trait and was oh, like, absolutely. I need, need to put this in the show. This needs to be the turtle. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they came in just like venting about some guy they sat next to at a wedding. and then <laughs> With like, really bad breath. Yeah. Yeah. We're using that. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of the best way to write a TV show, probably. Just drawing from the dumb shit you see in real life, so. Ugh, I need to write a TV show. Yeah, true. I mean, that's why we've got a podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the dumb shit we saw in real life, which was this show. <laughs> Although this was a really good episode, so. They um meet the bride after and talk to Brooke. Yeah, they're all just, like, giving her hugs one at a time. And she, the bride says... Oh, kind of a thing to each of them individually and my favorite was with carrie and she says it's good to marry someone who loves you more than you love them which seems like a really (laughs) weird thing to say at your own wedding (laughs) like that's so defeatist um she's kind of right it's i can see the merit in that but i don't know how like fulfilled your marriage is going to be if that's the case i mean oh no you're instantly gonna cheat if that happens yeah i don't understand like it just seems like you're gonna be absolutely miserable the whole time but at least you don't have to worry about the other person wanting to leave you because they love you more i don't know it's a very weird thing i know people like if you do that, you are going to be unhappy. And I guess if you're choosing between different ways to be unhappy, someone loving you more than you love them is probably uh, the easier one to deal with. But, like, I don't think that's really advice you should be giving. No, 
especially not at a wedding. And Carrie, like, clearly thinks that, too. She's like, what the fuck? Because she makes this, like, face as she walks away that's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because, like, I, I didn't catch the one she said to Miranda, but she said to Charlotte, she's like, oh, you're next. And yes. Charlotte blushes. I think she. I think what she said to Miranda was something like, "Oh, there's lots of good single guys here," or something boring. But yeah, she sort of said that to like both Miranda and Charlotte, and then mm-hmm. just comes clean with Carrie, which is a bad. Yeah. Why would you do that to the person who writes a column about relationships? Maybe it's because she's like, "Oh, Carrie gets it. Carrie gets Carrie knows, it." <laughs> but <laughs> Carrie doesn't know anything. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads Carrie to lie in her bed in her laptop and start typing out her question about, you know, is it better to marry someone, blah, 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 who loves you more than you love them? And she really feels like this kind of crossed the line. Yeah, Carrie's definitely upset about it. I think maybe because she realizes that she, well, we find out this is true, but she loves Big more than he loves her. I mean, girl, like, girl, obviously. <laughs> She knows, but won't admit it to herself. And that's the issue. Oh, yeah. Because, like, she calls up big while she's in bed. And she's like, why do people get married if they're not in love? Which is, like, a good question. Hmm. But people get married for a lot of reasons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, being in love probably should be, like, your number one reason. Unless you're doing it for, like, a green card, I guess. Yeah. I mean... it should it should be the ultimate reason, but that Carrie's old enough to know that like people don't necessarily get married because they love each other, you know? Yeah. It's not like she's like twenty. No, she this is, is like a thirty-three year old woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Carrie, you know that people do just get married to, to settle, right? Like it's not healthy, but it's a thing. Yeah. Like a big kind of makes a joke and he's like, I don't know, political asylum. True. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I mean, it is kind of a reason. Big says, like, I was a fool in love, and then I was a fool in the divorce court. And Carrie's like, now you're just a fool. (laughs) Which I know she was joking and, like, saying it playfully, but I was like, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) No. (laughs) Tell him. Yeah. But Carrie's, like, devastated because Big's like, yeah, well, I mean, that's why I'm never getting married again. And her face kind of just sinks. Like, she doesn't say anything about it. Like, they're kind of, they kind of just, like, flirt for a little bit, and then she hangs up for the night. But, like, she clearly is very conflicted about this and hasn't brought it up. Yeah, that's sort of her kind of motivation for the episode is wrestling with this. Because I don't even think she really wants to get married. It doesn't really seem to be a thing, yeah. Yeah, she says, I didn't even think about it. But when he said he can't do it, all I want to do is get married. Which, I mean, that makes sense. There's definitely things like that, like maybe not marriage, but other stuff like that where as soon as I can't have it, I I need it. (laughs) So I get it. But it does seem like a kind of a weird thing to suddenly want out of nowhere, though, because it's a very big life thing. It's not like, oh, someone said I couldn't have potato chips, and then I really wanted to have a potato chip. (laughs) Like, it's a very big difference. Yeah. But yeah, she goes out to a diner to talk about Big with, like, the girls, and Miranda's not very surprised. Charlotte thinks it's a huge bummer, and she's like, what if you spend five years with them and have nothing to show for it? Which... (laughs) Oh, that annoyed me. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I think 
my idea of marriage is kind of like defunct anyway because my parents have been together like for ages but never got married mm. so i'm like oh, it's kind of pointless yeah for sure it's kind <laughs> of like what do you mean have something to show for it like yeah it's like because it's kind of like saying if you if you don't get married then it's pointless when like do you have five years of a relationship yeah, like, it still means a lot to be with someone that long like literally the only difference is the paperwork and the legal change yeah literally the only difference is something which probably costs way too much money yeah exactly and like i definitely get that it's a really big deal for some people and yeah that totally makes sense but at the same time it's like there's there's valid reasons to be with someone that aren't getting married like that's kind of just i don't know it's kind of more just a celebration of what you have not kind of the end goal i don't know uh samantha thinks that carrie really shouldn't care about this like she kind of is like oh well if you don't care he'll see that you don't care and he'll want to get married and miranda's like samantha are you in sixth grade (laughs) i love it like samantha is right because big is um slightly a boy oh for sure he probably would if she said oh i don't want to get married anymore he'd be like let's get married oh i definitely think that's true like it's very immature (laughs) they're both very immature people so i'm not surprised if that would be what happened but i mean that was literally carrie's reaction too and then miranda says another thing immediately after that that's like even better (laughs) she's like what's the big deal in 50 years men are gonna be obsolete anyway true and we find out why she thinks men will be obsolete and it's because she got the rabbit she got a vibrator and it's really (laughs) great because she's like you know men aren't needed because i recently found out that you don't even need them for sex and i'm like wait 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 are you like 35 (laughs) and just found out that you can get off by yourself (laughs) like, <laughs> like okay we need to talk about their ages because during this scene we also found out that miranda no wait charlotte is older than miranda oh is she i forget i always forget their ages i just know samantha's the oldest samantha's like i think meant to be like 40 but then mm-hmm. they say to charlotte that she's 32 and miranda turned 30 in the first episode oh she did you're right you're right so she's a couple of years older i find that i thought i always thought charlotte was a baby i always thought she was too and then i feel like carrie has said at one point that i think she's at least 32 but i can't remember so i didn't i never thought miranda is the youngest but regardless 30 is too old to learn this like i'm pretty sure i was like 14 when i found this out like (laughs) i know i was like i can do what oh okay yeah (laughs) i guess i'm not coming out of my room for a fortnight (laughs) see everyone I mean, so you were Charlotte in this Yeah, episode. I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, so she just discovered this, and Samantha's like, someone got her first vibrator. That's the other thing. I'm like, you don't need a, you don't need a vibrator, guys. It's true. It's true. You don't even need one. But, I mean, I guess it can help. But Miranda thinks she's in love, and Charlotte thinks it's sad. Carrie says she's not going to replace a man with a battery-operated device. And Miranda's like, okay, you say that, but you haven't met the rabbit. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) It it feels... 
You know, when you watch like um, a makeup tutorial and they're like, oh, I really love this highlighter. Oh my God, it's so amazing. They keep bringing up a specific product yeah. and they're clearly <laughs> sponsored, but they haven't yeah. said they are. That's what this episode feels like. Yeah, it very feels like that. It's like the episode of Community where uh, Britta is like in a relationship with the person Subway, the corporation. <laughs> yeah. It's like Miranda and, Sim- Miranda and Charlotte are basically in a relationship with the product. <laughs> which is really good. Well, maybe not Miranda, but Charlotte takes it a little bit too far, maybe. <laughs> she does. Um, good on them for talking about it, because I, it's, it's still today a, a taboo subject. Yeah, kind of. It's women. taboo. Yeah. I would say it's taboo. Like, you don't really talk about women uh, masturbating as much as you do men. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's, like, not well, exactly, like, publicly talked about. I think it's definitely, like, less taboo than it used to be. But, mm. like, I've definitely gone to buy vibrators in stores with my friends before. <laughs> so <laughs> I've only ever bought online. but That's a, a good place. Because in the store, they can be a little bit, like, like, they're very friendly. But I went to a store once, and the woman working there was, like, telling us about all the ones that she owned at home. Oh. And was telling us about like she's like oh this was the first one i ever bought when i like came here before i worked here and we're just like i don't really need to know the specifics of what you have at home um, a bit bit tmi i imagine they probably have to deal with horrible customers oh for sure for sure uh, no like the nearest i've been to like um like an Ann Summers or something, which is more of like a lingerie shop, which has like, I, I would say like novelty toys, not actual, maybe like a couple of actual vibrators, but nothing, like not a wide range and nothing particularly serious. Particularly serious. <laughs> particularly serious, like a serious sex toy for grunt. You know, like these little ones you get as like a, like a gift for like your friends. Yeah. Not one you'd buy for yourself. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, but like there is a very, there's a sex shop near me, which looks very seedy and i'm pretty sure is almost always empty i'd love to be the person who worked there and just i don't know i I wonder what it'd be like to interview there like what kind of questions do they ask you i guess it's just like uh how chill are you talking about butt plugs yeah if you say like 10 out of 10 then you're hired because i feel like it's it's to work at a sex shop you have to be um one you'd have to be cool with sex stuff two you'd have to be pretty good at dealing with like creepy people and three you have to be friendly i suppose yeah you can't it's be hard mean. To find all those. i wouldn't want to go into a sex shop and be like someone <laughs> someone at the counter is just angry at me true well the last time i went to a sex shop it was like during toronto pride with one of my friends and it was very funny because uh it was clearly like way busier than normal because it was during pride and uh they had one of the people working there was like do you guys want to come and flip the dildo and if it sticks to the table then you get to win a a free toy (laughs) and so they were hosting this competition and like they had to be super into it being like hey you want to flip this big dick and have it stick to the table (laughs) it's really good (laughs) this sounds like fun hey you want to flip a dildo yeah i couldn't do it did you do it did you flip it i flipped it but it didn't stick to the table oh Mm -hmm. no free toys for me so this is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is so sad. Alexa, play Despacito. Oh, wait, no, shit. There's Alexa in the room. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, went, I bet there's sex toys that you can hook up to Alexa and have it, like, go with, like, the rhythm of whatever of what you're playing or something like that. I don't know. Oh, my God. If there was a Despacito sex toy. 
There's this uh, series on, um, what is it called? Super Deluxe. And there was one out today. And it's like this woman, she seems very cool. And she reviews sex toys. Nice. And like sex stuff. And is very frank and like honest about everything. But she did one today and it was the fucking camera. You shove up your vagina. Uh, it's pretty dark in there. <laughs> well... <laughs> You could still see. Oh, what is there to see? Your cervix? Like <laughs> Literally, I was like, how is this sexy? She was trying to find her cervix. Hmm. Well, good for her. Why, I, I, honestly, truly good for her. But why would, why would you ever want to see your own cervix? I don't think there's a reason to. Like, just get your gynecologist to tell you. I hate gynecologists, but yeah, I would rather say, hey, what's up with my cervix? <laughs> I don't know what to look for. <laughs> Mm, true this is tmi and i might edit this out but um one time i went to get a pap done and my gynecologist was said you have an unusually high cervix and i was like thanks yeah thank you for that okay what does that mean it means your cervix is smoking weed oh hell yeah 420 cervix it <laughs> Um, so related to the rabbit, Samantha's like, well, if you're gonna get one, at least get one called the horse. Yeah! Oh my god, Samantha. She's so naughty. This this also reminds me the last time I went to a sex shop, I saw a dildo that was 10 inches long, and I was like, Ariana, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do you think she has an, a, a high cervix too? I hope so. She's gonna need one. <laughs> oh no. Oh, the poor girl. I mean, you, you see those um, huge ones, and I am like, Godspeed. You're gonna have a like, punctured intestine. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. To test your abilities. I truly think that's what it is. I think it's kind of like people who deliberately order the spiciest food they can just to prove something to people. Yeah. Like, you don't actually want this. You're just trying to show that you can do it. And no one cares but you. Mm. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, do have a, I do have a respect. But... <laughs> I don't really want to see it or think about, don't want to think about it. It kind of, you know, when you get like empathetic pain when you see someone injured and you feel pain in that area. Do you feel that when you see the 10 inch dildo at the sex shop? (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of double over for a second. Back to their conversation. Anyway. Um, Charlotte kind of, like, she kind of makes a point where she's like, a vibrator does not call you on your birthday. Send flowers and you cannot take a vibrator home to meet your mother. (laughs) Depends on your mother. It really depends on your mother. It's true. And Miranda, her counterpoint is, well, at least I know where my next orgasm's coming from. And then she does this little, like, finger motion that's like the (laughs) rabbit claw, like the... The little ears. Yeah. The bunny ears the little bunny ears and it's very good it is and they all sort of take a moment of silence and look at each other they true they look at each other knowingly because mm, they don't know where the next orgasm is going to come from except miranda yep miranda knows uh and then so samantha's going on a date with a flesh and blood man as carrie says but then the rest of them decide to go and shop for vibrators uh because miranda's just gotta show them they all go out at night which i feel is sex shops open that late probably not i feel like most of them are open till like six 
Yeah, they're open at like normal business hours. Yeah. So the rabbit that they're looking at is $92. It has a remote though. It has a remote. You can definitely get them cheaper than that. But also you can also spend a lot more than that. They're expensive. They are, but you can definitely get like specifically rabbit types of vibrators for cheaper than 90 bucks. I think this is like the official rabbit and it probably was like new on the scene at the time. True. Yeah, I think the official one's a lot more than $92 now, but they all do the same thing. So <gasps> True. Charlotte's kind of like, I'm not getting one. I'm saving sex for someone I love. Ugh. Um, but then she sees it out of the box and her reaction made me fucking lose it. <laughs> she's so adorable. She's like, it is so cute. It's pink for girls (laughs) and she makes this gigantic like her face just lights up she's like her her mouth is her jaws dropped (laughs) she loves it so much because it's pink for girls oh speaking of emojis we do need a charlotte emoji maybe it's that one i think we can we can make that into emoji we can make it work (laughs) because she's so she's so excited when she says it's pink for girls i'm like (laughs) I don't know. It's really good. Carrie's kind of like, eh, whatever. And Miranda's just like, I told you so. Like, her face is just like, yeah, you know. (laughs) Now you know it's pink. You're into it. Yeah. And, like, both of them end up buying one. So Carrie, Carrie, uh buys one too because the next scene is her at home in bed and she says back the briar patch (laughs) (laughs) this is such a good that would be such a good name for your vagina the briar patch yeah Uh, hmm. okay as a sayer of cursed things um i've called it worse fair and probably same so (laughs) but yeah so um she's just like staring at it yeah, she's kind of like playing with the it. settings. Yeah. Yeah. On the video I watched, the reviewer did make a good point where she was like, I hate wave settings. Oh, you mean like when it does the little like gyration? No, you know when it's, oh, you know when the vibrating it- like pulses. Yeah, I know that. Well, who uses that? This exactly. I was like, no one has ever said this, but honestly, who uses that? No yeah. one uses that. I don't think anyone does. Like no one asked for this. No one asked. No one wants a pulse. No one wants a zzz. Just like, like straight flow. Yeah, no one wants that. Last time, okay, and then again, last time I was at a store, the pe- this guy was like, do you want me to take it out of the box and like show you the settings? And he was like, this one's more expensive because it goes like a lot more intense. Like the highest setting on this one is like intense. And I felt it and I was like, oh my God, don't ever put this anywhere on your body. Like this is ridiculous. Like no one should be using this. He was like, this is the lowest setting. And I was like, this is still ridiculous. Apparently. Apparently you're meant to test them on your nose to uh, find out if the vibration is suitable for you. Hmm. I guess that makes more sense than testing it like on your like arm or anything, but hmm. Yeah. And like I I definitely remember an episode where in the future, like Samantha buys like the uh Hitachi magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> I and remember re- that too. Yeah. <laughs> So we get the other the other iconic vibrator, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she like I think in that episode she's like trying to return it, and which is they're... gross. <laughs> Don't return a vibrator, no. Well, because it's it's technically like a back massager. I mean, technically, but they do sell it in sex stores, so like yeah. they know. So. She's, like, playing with it in bed, and Samantha gives her a call, and she still has it in her hand, and it's, like, gyrating, and Samantha can hear it. She's like, are you even listening to me? (laughs) 
<laughs> and like Samantha's in this like sexy robe. It's amazing. Yeah, she's like in a robe and she's kind of wearing just like black bra and underwear and she's painting her toenails in bed. And <laughs> it's like no one's even here. You're just dressed no. like this because you want to be extra, so I yeah, I can relate to that and I think everyone should just be more extra when they're by themselves. Oh, for sure. Because it's fun. It's fun. And yeah, Samantha's who I aspire to be, I think. One, she's not being shitty. Yeah, and this was one of her episodes where, I don't know, she was like middle of the road. She wasn't shitty, but she wasn't like amazing, I think. She had some good moments, though. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she was fine. Like her, I don't know, so her story kind of starts in the, she she wants to tell Carrie about her night. Mm -hmm. So she went out for a date with this guy from the wedding whose name is Jerry. He's like kind of cocky. They meet at a restaurant and he was like, oh, I yeah. knew you'd want to go out with me as soon as I saw you. Um, He's like a creepy British guy. I'm pretty sure this is the person who was in Supernatural that Scout was on about. Oh, really? Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I sort of recognized him when he showed up. But I've never seen Supernatural. He's, he's uh, sketchy. Uh, no, I haven't seen Supernatural, but I have seen GIFs, so, like, I get mm, it. True. I've been on Tumblr. I've seen a GIF or two. It's a TV show I've never watched before. I know. Uh, I've seen a GIF. I think I understand Supernatural. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's really gross, though. He, like, he's like, okay, just excuse me, and he <sighs> he goes, probably, like, go to the bathroom or something, but then he doesn't come back. It's been, like, ten minutes, and ten minutes and a couple cocktails later, apparently, which, like, Samantha yeah. chill. <laughs> She's had, she's on her third cocktail in 10 minutes. I'm like a girl, the bartender should be cutting you off. Like they're only, they should only be allowed to serve you a certain number of drinks, like per time period. Minute. <laughs> and she's kind of like impatient, like where is he? So she gets up and she sees him like leaning against a wall with some other girl. And uh, so that's gross. And she looks kind of sad about it and storms away. Yeah. And uh, the turtle is there and calls her over. Yeah. And she's kind of like, uh, she's trying to brush him off. But he's like, join me, join me. You look great. And Carrie says it, but she's like, all Samantha needed was a compliment from anyone. Yeah. Samantha just wanted validation. Which, mood. Yeah, true. It's, it's fair enough. Hats to you, Samantha. I can never blame her for anything. I can't stay mad at Samantha. Yeah, she gets in a conversation with him, and I don't know, he says to her he was just thinking about her, which I feel like is kind of a weird thing to say to someone you've only met once. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess you kind of, like, you can kind of say that to someone, even if you're not actually thinking of them. Oh, I was just going to talk to you, I was just thinking of you. Yeah. It's a bit weird. He has only met her once, but he did seem quite enamored with her at the wedding. He very much was, yes. And Samantha very has, up to this point, not cared at all about talking to him at all. (laughs) And when he leans in, she's kind of like, oh, your breath. (laughs) He's just like, oh, it's these Chinese herbs I'm taking for long life. And Samantha has this really good line, because she's like, with breath like that, you're going to live a very long life alone. (laughs) Why is he taking Chinese? I don't know why you take Chinese herbs for long life. Um, I don't know. There are other things you can do. Not to shit on Chinese medicine because it worked for years. People tend to do a lot of things that don't scientifically make a lot of sense. But No, you can just do other stuff that would make you live longer. um, But you can't really 
Sailor V, YOLO, who cares? Um, yeah. And then he makes a joke and he's like, I, I killed the last woman that said that to me. <laughs> I mean, they both find it really funny. Like, he's not offended what she said and she just thinks it's like, She's just laughing. I would be kind yeah. of like, um, what? <laughs> I think I would I, more awkwardly laugh. I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. She's kind of, like, enamored by that, I think. And, like, it looks like they're actually having a good time. Yeah. And uh, he says, oh, what do you think about this shirt I'm wearing? My ex-girlfriend bought it for me. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a... Weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says she hates it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> It's really good. And yeah, because she's on the phone with Carrie telling her about the night. And she's basically just like, once I get like his breath under control and stuff, I'll take him shopping for a whole new wardrobe. Like she's basically saying like, yeah, this guy's like seems pretty cool. But like, I need to change everything about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, she says, um, because like Carrie has a good line. Because Samantha says, he's a real fixer upper. And Carrie says, he's a man, not a brownstone. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's very funny this episode. It's true. There's a lot of really good one-liners in this one. Yeah. I mean, this is me being... This is real talk with Alex now. Uh, I feel like (laughs) there are times... When you're in a relationship, you kind of end up both slightly changing each other. Yeah. I think it's kind of a gradual thing. Yeah. It's not like you need to buy these clothes to date me. Yeah. It's not like it's something that you ask someone to do. It's like something that just happens. Like if you have to ask someone to make changes for you, then depending on how- Then that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how big the change is, that can be a huge- problem so and this is like starting out this relationship there's already a million changes she needs to make (laughs) which is like maybe this isn't good but no i feel like you you start with um stop making stuff that makes your breath smell bad because people don't like you yeah like that seems like a valid thing to tell someone to fix it's kind of like you know maybe you should wear deodorant or something like it's that it's that kind of thing where it's like it's it's something that you probably would want to make the change yourself if you knew people cared about it. But it's not like, I'm going to change everything about the way that you look and smell. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Carrie's voiceover, she's like, Samantha and the turtle. But then again, I'm dating a man who will never get married. And Miranda's having a meaningful, meaningful relationship with something from a box. From Japan. From Japan, true. And uh, she's basically like, we're all settling. <laughs> I I feel like Carrie's obsession with, I'm dating a man who will never get married. I'm like, you didn't even want to get married. Ugh, Carrie. Carrie, chill. It's, yeah. it's re- and they haven't really been dating all that long. If she hadn't gone to the wedding, like marriage wouldn't have come up yet. Yeah, true. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if it was something that really mattered to you, it's probably a conversation they would have already had to begin with. Yeah, like, and you probably should just have this conversation with him. Like, hmm. you know, instead of like dwelling on it and making yourself upset. Yeah, exactly. That would be too um, emotionally intelligent of a thing to do for Carrie. <laughs> True. We can't expect too much for her. No. So. <laughs> we can't expect her to have a conversation with her boyfriend. Yeah. The bar is on the floor for Carrie. So. <laughs> and then Carrie goes out with Brooke. So Brooke's just back from her honeymoon and she's returning gifts at the store that she got for her wedding. Um, and Carrie's kind of like, are you happy like now that you're married? Which seems like kind of a weird thing to ask someone. And- when they're already married. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's like she, it kind of, her voiceover before this kind of makes it sound like she's doing investigation on the topic of settling, and that's why she's going out with Brooke, not because she like wants to hang out with her or anything. I feel Um, like that is Carrie's thing. There's been a lot of, uh, like, meeting, you know, hanging out that she's done with friends, where it's clear that she's just getting information. Oh, yeah, totally. And Carrie kind of just presses her about it, and she doesn't really want to sound judgmental, but you can tell that she definitely is. Yeah, um, no, because it is, I guess, we can't help being judgmental. That's kind of what we're doing on the show. Oh, yeah, but I'm a judgmental bitch. Me too. <laughs> I love judging people, but don't... <laughs> Kind of difficult to do. Some of the stuff that Carrie judges people over is, in my opinion, just really menial. Yeah, a lot of the time it's really just things that don't matter very much. And she very also lets it show on her face a lot more than I think I ever would. I mean, partly because she's like, it's a TV show and they have to show what she's thinking. (sighs) She's acting. I mean. She's acting. They also do. (laughs) She's acting. (laughs) They also do... It's acting. Like, it is very, um, it's, you know, you should be able to inter... Like, let the audience know how you're feeling without, like, gurning into the camera, but I I do love it. It's too bad there's not, like, a voiceover or something that can tell us what she's thinking, so she didn't have to show it on her face. (laughs) That's even easier. That's even easier to do when you know that, like, everyone already knows what you're thinking because there's a voiceover. It's true. Literally, she she makes, like, a, um, like a Charlie Chaplin slapstick face. God, she it. very does. Did you ever, this is, like, a bit of a tangent, but, like, related to using really stupid devices to explain the plot, like, did you ever watch Dexter? Because they basically used his dead dad as, like, a vessel for oh. exposition. It would be, like, anytime they needed to explain the plot that you should have already understood anyway, he would, like, talk to his dead dad about it oh my god yeah i watched like the first couple of seasons and his dead dad showed up all the fucking time i think i thought it was like just like Wait, early like season one is on thing. sex in the city his dead dad <gasps> richard is a guy that samantha dates for like an entire season yeah richard uh i love richard uh i hate him i love him because i hate him yeah i'm looking forward to that <laughs> And she has some of the best, like, plot lines with him. Oh, and he's very so skeezy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really it's looking great. forward to, to uh, one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's so... When you already have a pretty cheap way of telling us how characters are feeling, you yeah. can slightly dial back the exaggerated uh, looks to the camera but I do love it so I'm glad they don't. Yeah, it's very good. Like it's it's it is very funny to watch. And speaking of judgmental, they run into Samantha and the turtle walking down the street together and they've been shopping. Oh yeah, um, and Samantha's wearing this like black coat with a <gasps> I'd say like a, a purple magenta like a bur- burgundy. Yeah. yeah, like fur collar. It looks great. Oh, it's amazing. I think these black leather gloves. Oh my god. It's a look. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, Carrie says something like, and we saw the turtle wearing helmet lang. Yes. <laughs> and the turtle does a little twirl. <laughs> and then Carrie goes, oh, he twirls, which is exactly what I said. <laughs> Me too. It's really good. And it's like really just a really short meetup and it's kind of really just for like the contrast because like they walk away and then Brooke is like, she seems happy, but it's like a super judgy tone. Like, are you serious? She's settling for this guy? Well, like the guy that Brooke is with looks exactly like the turtle. 
Yeah, he's not really any different. Like, I don't no, know. No, they're, they're both bald guys with glasses. It's it's a very weird thing to be like, ugh, him? Like, yeah, you did that. It makes no sense. And it's like, clearly someone that she is at least friends with because he came to their wedding. <laughs> so Yeah. But. Uh, yoga? Yes. Carrie and Charlotte are doing yoga together. And Charlotte says the most incredible sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> They're like stretching, you know, when you um like put your feet together and then lean back and forward and stretch each other out. They're doing yeah. that, which is always doesn't really. I don't think stretches you. It's just fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's very good because like when Charlotte leans in close to Carrie, she she gets really close to Carrie and kind of whispers, "I think I broke my vagina." <laughs> <laughs> and then Carrie goes, "Oh my god, am I pulling too hard?" <laughs> I love that. Charlotte's like metaphoric, metaphorically with the rabbit. Um, she's afraid that if she keeps using the rabbit, she'll never be able to enjoy sex with a man again. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's not how that works. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, her kind of explanation is like, you know, like sometimes you have sex with a guy and like he might just not be able to get you there. Um, but and then, with the yeah. rabbit, it's every single time I come every single time. And she says one time I came for five minutes. Five whole minutes. I think you, I think it is broken. Yeah, I don't think that should be happening. I think that's, I think that's not good. I feel like you'd be in pain at that point. I mean, maybe it just felt like five minutes. Maybe. Whatever it was, I feel like this is a bit of an exaggeration. (laughs) (laughs) It is Charlotte. Like, what did Mm -hmm. you expect? It's true. It's true. Um, Carrie's kind of like, well, you can just have sex with a man and also the rabbit. And Charlotte's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. She's done with it. She, yeah, she's absolutely finished with it because she needs to have sex with a man who she loves. Yeah, with a man who okay. she loves and not herself. But then she's like, I have to cancel my plans for later. And she kind of yeah. like has a lot of trouble coming up with a reason why. And like eventually she's like, oh, long distance phone call, transatlantic. <laughs> yeah, she can't go to the ballet and makes up this terrible lie it's wonderful even carrie is just like no she can't lie she's staying at home with the rabbit it's it's really good <laughs> i love it's i love great. charlotte this episode me too so she goes to the ballet with stanford instead of charlotte because that's the only other person who would want to go with her i guess yeah they see cinder uh no they see sleeping beauty which is a wonderful ballet i've never seen it carrie says she loves it though carrie loves it stanford says she loves it just because sleeping beauty gets to sleep for a hundred years and wake up to a date yep and she doesn't have to age and i was like yeah you know what i feel that sounds wonderful yeah it does uh they're also like out on the street and alone but presumably have just come out of the ballet like it would be busy you would think so maybe maybe um and yeah she's wearing this lovely blue scarf they look happy. She has this really nice outfit on, and Stanford looks really good. It looks like he's wearing like a black velvet suit or something. Like it's, uh, I liked it. He had a good, nice little outfit there. Yeah, they're looking cute, and uh, Stanford's talking about how um he placed a personal ad. Did he put a personal ad in the newspaper where he called himself an Ed Harris type? Which... <laughs> I wrote that down too. Um. Okay. <laughs> sure. Thanks, because he's bald. Yeah, that's about the only comparison. But um, it's basically just a story about how he, you know, he's tired of 
dating, the, the gay dating scene, and he waited for some respondent to show up. And, like, when someone actually did show up to his ad, the first thing that he said to him was, sorry, it's not going to happen, and then just, like, left right away. Oh, it's so weird how um <laughs> they decided to meet, like, on the street. Yeah, not even, like, a coffee shop, not at a bar. No. Just on the street. On in the street. street. Yeah. 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 And Stanford says, I just don't have that gay look. And Carrie says, I don't know, you look pretty gay to me. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, like, <laughs> like Carrie, you know that's not what he's talking about. Yeah, I mean that really is Carrie's thing. Is someone sort of opening up about insecurity and her cracking a joke? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, like Stanford's really over it, and Carrie's like, maybe it's just a phase. And Stanford's kind of like, I should just settle and marry a woman so I can get my inheritance. And, like, I had the same reaction as Carrie, which is, like, inheritance? Excuse me? Money? Yeah, money. Money, please? (laughs) She jokingly proposes um, the idea that they should get married so he can get the inheritance. And then Stamp is like, actually, yeah, that's a great idea. And that is a great idea. It is a great idea. Because, like, his grandmother gives the grandchildren money when they get married, apparently. Like, okay. Um, I guess it's a... I don't know. It's a weird thing. I think, because I've seen that as like a plot device. Uh, I don't know if it's a real thing. But then again, I don't really have any old rich white like family members. Yeah, I feel like it must just be like a rich person thing, I guess. It... I don't know. Um, but it like it's a good idea, but Carrie's kind of like, she doesn't know you're gay, and Stanford says, she doesn't believe in gay. And Carrie says, that's funny, Big doesn't believe in marriage, which like, okay, I, I copied- Not my, the same thing. <laughs> I pasted into my notes the birds rights activist tweet that says, I am feel uncomfortable when we are not about me. <laughs> literally that is carrie's entire characterization yeah and like there is literally no connection between she doesn't believe in gay and that's funny big doesn't believe in marriage like like you have to be looking for that segue like carrie it's not about you he's trying to open up to you yeah you have to he's like oh my grandmother essentially talking about his grandmother's like homophobia and Mm. how he's not going to be the same as his other family members because as far as he knows he's not going to be able to get married yeah and it's like anyway i know you legally cannot get married but my boyfriend doesn't want to get married to me like (laughs) gary shut the fuck Uh... up Carrie does not know she cannot read the room she's an idiot yeah The only other thing she really finishes the conversation with is being like, well, if we got married, it's good because we both like to sleep with men. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's just like, who will let you buy shoes and encourage you to cheat? Yeah. (laughs) Which, this would be, I don't know, an ideal version of getting married for me. Yeah. I just, I don't know, know, just marry my friend for money and then we're like (laughs) technically married, but none of the other like shit is involved. I'm fine with that. Just get that money. Get that money. Get that, yeah. Get shoes. Annoy some, like, old, horrible lady. I'm into it. (laughs) I'm into it. It's good. She tells Big about this. She, Mm -hmm. well, her segue is like, Friday night with a man who shared my passion for hot men in tights. Saturday afternoon in bed with a man who shared my passion for passion. Which, okay. (laughs) She's in bed with Big and... She's, like, smiling and being like, I got a marriage proposal last night from a very handsome man about to come into his inheritance. 
I love it. I wish she spoke like um like Scarlett O'Hara Scarlett O'Hara if she just had like a really southern accent. Like, I've been proposed to by a gentleman caller. Be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he says, Oh who? And she says Stanford Blatch. And I said, I, I thought he was gay. That should make for an interesting column. <laughs> 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 Don't say that. Yeah, and then he's like, what are you going to do about sex? And she's like, I have you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very, um, I really, I don't know, I don't know why I hate watching them have sex, but I do. Uh, Not watching, but like watching the uh, the afterglow of it all. Uh, Yeah, because they're like sharing a cigarette in bed and they're just kind of joking around playfully and they're like sharing the cigarette. Yeah, she has like a full packet of cigarettes next to the bed. Yeah, which means they fucked like 20 times if she wants to smoke that whole pack. They got a bone every time she wants to smoke. Those are her specific sex cigarettes. They are. He blows a smoke ring and I hate it. It's very, that's very hard to do. Maybe they're smoking menthols because that's hard to do with a, a, a classic nicotine cigarette. I've tried to blow smoke rings before and I have no idea how to do it. I'm doing it so wrong. I've only been able to do it with menthols. You need mm-hmm. a, a thicker smoke. Because also, yeah, when I was like 14, I also smoked menthols. So <laughs> not 14, I didn't smoke that young. But you know what I mean. I was a yeah. weird kid. If I could have, I would have smoked clove cigarettes, like a little uh-huh. goth. Like a little goth. I love that. <laughs> I guess I also just like don't smoke, and so I don't haven't had opportunity to practice. But anytime I've tried no, to blow I, a smoke ring, I've failed. I don't think like just blowing a smoke ring is that impressive. It kind of just means Not that you when spend you a lot of time do, smoking, doing fucking vape tricks. <laughs> yeah, like I bet. What oh, <laughs> vape did like a fucking vape tricks instead? If, like, <laughs> if big like ripped the fattest <laughs> cloud. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like after sex imagine if you turn over and some guy's fucking making like a tornado and then Carrie looks over and she's like wow <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um that's the end of their little flirty dumb shit and then yeah. Carrie's at home and she's about to go out with the girls to some gallery showing so she's all like dressed up and she gets a call from Charlotte who has to cancel on her plans because she's all wiped out she's in a cum haze. She is in a cum haze. She is lying in bed with a silk robe. She looks so happy. I honestly say leave Charlotte alone. Yeah, just let her do her thing. She'll tucker herself out. She'll get bored of it. Yeah, exactly. She seems to be having a good time for now. She's having a good time. And uh, Carrie knows, though. Carrie's like, she's spending the night with her vibrator. Okay, also, did you notice that there's, like, a thing on Charlotte's nightstand? To me, it looked like a small bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, but... <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if it was. I was try- I kept trying to zoom in, but the quality of the video was too bad. I don't know. Oh, no, I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Literally, okay, she's living her best life then. If she's lying in bed, jerking off, eating Cool Ranch Doritos... <laughs> in a silk robe i say leave her there <laughs> she's just gotta be careful with those crumbs yeah she's oh. doing fine yeah you don't want to get you don't want to get any infections but don't get any yeah be careful it has a remote so you could like do you could eat cool ranch Doritos. you just gotta be careful because if she's like using any lube or anything she's gotta be careful about those like about <laughs> yeah i don't know imagine a, a fucking dorito flavored lube that'd be disgusting oh. 
Uh, I mean, that is one way to encourage people to have oral sex. <laughs> oh, my. If someone's junk tasted like Doritos. <laughs> Only Cool Ranch. Oh, my God. Okay, this is... A- Another <laughs> slight tangent. Okay, one time I was at a grocery store when I was like, I, I was working at the grocery store and I went on my break and I walked past the stand that had Cool Ranch Doritos on it. And when I saw the bag of chips, my mouth started watering like <laughs> intensely and there was this like overwhelming sensation in my mouth for like five <laughs> seconds. And I was just like, what? Like, what just happened? And <laughs> it was like a Cool Ranch mouthgasm. I hate the word oh mouthgasm. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it was but, very surreal. Oh. <laughs> anyway, they're good. I was very they are good. Yeah, I, I prefer Cool Ranch to a nacho cheese, personally. Yeah, I'm a Cool Ranch slut, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Carrie and... Carrie and Miranda head over to Charlotte's place because they're like, this is like an intervention for vibrators. They like knock on her door and she answers and they just storm in and go right to her room. Oh, and like Miranda's wearing this leather jacket. It's amazing. It's very good. They're both in black. They do look like Mm -hmm. it's an intervention. It's very good. But what I found really gross was Carrie like goes right to her bed and just (gasps) picks up her vibrator. Oh my God, they're touching it. I wrote this too. Like, this girl has been going ham on this thing for like a week straight, and you just pick it up with your bare hands. Like, it's probably gross. Covered in juice. Yeah. <laughs> just Ugh, cool just, ranch I lube and juice uh, and. Uh, <laughs> cool ranch lube. Uh, if, I mean, Charlotte definitely would not use cool ranch lube. What would she use? Accidentally. Uh, like a. Primrose or something. I feel yeah. like she'd use some very fancy, slightly scented lubricant. True. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but she goes like Charlotte is like it's not crack. <laughs> yeah, she's um, like you have a lot of nerve coming here, and like you're the one who made me get it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like another disgusting thing I noticed. So not only are like both Carrie and Miranda touching it and not touching it like at the end touching it in the middle it's disgusting they're touching like the shaft like (laughs) don't call it that (laughs) (laughs) but like as soon as Carrie walks in she opens a window so it presumably stinks in there (laughs) oh no I didn't notice that (laughs) I mean it's horrible I mean rooms do kind of get the stench of like sex in them but like not with yourself because it's not like like the reason it would smell would be because you have like two people who like are sweaty yeah. yeah i'm guessing she's probably not, shouldn't be getting sweaty but maybe she's just going at it maybe but like you'd think you'd get less sweaty using a vibrator because you're doing less work but i guess it you know like blushing mm-hmm. i don't i don't really want to get into the physics of this but <laughs> we don't know what charlotte is doing but a window needed to be opened window needed that stench needed to be cleared out and then miranda like well she grabs it and then she puts it into her purse oh yeah no just go to the like just go to the local bodega buy something and then put it in a bag like a disposable bag 
It's like even if she had washed it, like even if it was freshly washed, I it's still don't want to touch anything that's been inside of, of anyone. Yeah, that, exactly. like is my friend. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say friend, but like I don't really want to touch a used vibrator. No, it's it's no. bad. Even if it's been washed, it's bad. Yeah, have you ever had the, have you ever had those stories of like people helping their friends get like tampons out? Oh no, that's unfortunate. I've never done it, and thank Jesus. But I have had people who like lose the string and then need someone to fish out for them and honestly i feel like you must be such a good friend to do that you would have to be such a good friend i no there's no way I've never heard that, but someone I used to work with did tell me once that she had her boyfriend go in and look for her IUD. Oh, no. You can see the strings. I was like, yeah, it was the strings. And I was like, why are you telling me this? Uh, No, no. The only person who should see your cervix is uh, a gynecologist or anyone who's helping you give birth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, doctors, (laughs) midwives. Yeah, um, Charlotte does give in. She's like, well, what she says before she gives in is she's like, I'd rather stay home with the rabbit than go out and deal with men, which is a mood. Fair, valid. It's it's fairly, very valid. But she decides that she's going to get dressed and go out. She's not going to settle for herself. Yeah. I I, I don't know why she said she had to go out and deal with men. They were going to an art gallery, which isn't usually where you go to pick up dudes especially not when you're like a curator yourself so i figured it was something that was like related to her work kind of but yeah me too that's the end of her story for the episode but we still have samantha yes uh her and the turtle they're out for dinner and she kind of seems just bored and not into it he's talking about his food again he's like trying to decide what kind of mushrooms are in his food and she's just like who the fuck cares yeah he's going through i don't know every single type of mushroom yeah pretty much i mean i don't know kinds of mushrooms but i was like those sound like real things so And basically, she kind of comes to the conclusion that she's, like, put in so much effort to change him, but he's still, like, the same old turtle. And then she kind of just excuses herself and leaves. Yeah, he's still boring. Yeah. So. Yeah, she leaves, and that's just it. She's like, I'm not feeling well. She leaves, and they're done. And then he just immediately starts talking to the girl next to him. Yeah, and says uses the same line where he says, um, my ex-girlfriend bought this for me. Yeah, I was creepy like... creepy and weird. Hmm, okay, I guess this is just your thing, but... <laughs> Get, maybe it is. Maybe he just gets women to change him. Maybe. To buy him some nice stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seems to be working. Um, Carrie uh, it goes over to Stanford's grandmother's house. Like, Stanford dragged her out there to kind of, like, just meet her. And they chat. And I don't know. Kind of like the gist of it is Carrie ends up looking at all the photos on the mantle and, like, seeing young Stanford. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she... Stanford's grandmother is wearing uh, Marge Simpson's Chanel suit. She absolutely is. <laughs> oh, I love it. Because, like, it's obviously a very um, iconic piece of clothing, the Chanel suit. But it's Hell pink, yeah. so it's Marge Simpson's. It absolutely is. And she owns it in other colors, too, apparently. But she's wearing, like, the Marge Simpson pink one. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's great. And I definitely, I was hoping that she said, oh, I turned it into a dress. Oh, God. Was that before that happened? Or The Simpsons has been on for so long. I'm going to Google it because it, I hope it, I hope that this was a Simpsons reference. Let's see. 1996. So it was before. This, like the episode came out after it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, the Simpsons episode was first. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I love that even more now. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, and she seems like, I don't know, her and Carrie are getting along well enough. But she's, like, looking at all the photos in the mantle and sees, like, young Stanford and, like, married couples and just all these family photos. And Stanford, like, goes to get her something in the kitchen and the grandma's just like, oh, I love my Stanford, but you know, he is a fruit. Oh, and let me tell you, I was on tender hooks as soon as I heard an F sound. Yes, I was like, hmm. I mean, I was obviously disappointed. Um, I thought it was going to be worse. Yes, I did think it was going to be worse, but it's still not great. It's still not a nice thing to say about Stanford. It's definitely not a nice thing to say. And yeah. she just seemed like a mean old lady. Yeah. I think I Mandela affected this episode because I think thought that Carrie went on like a bit of a um like told her off but she doesn't yeah she doesn't really say anything it's really just her voiceover that's kind of like realizing Stanford's not getting any inheritance like except for his grandmother's suits maybe yeah so it's it's very cold I think yeah she really has like no response Mm-hmm. No, I, I kind of imagined, I sort of imagined her either, like, saving Stanford's cover and saying, no, you know, we're in a relationship, or yeah. just saying, that's not a nice thing to say, Mrs. Blatch. Well, it's one of those things but, where it's like, no. she's never going to see her again, probably. Like, presumably, it's it's not someone she has to deal with on a daily basis, like... No, so she could really just tell her off, or she yeah. could either lie for Stanford, yeah. and, like, to save his face, or just tell him... <laughs> Just go and yeah. tell us, like, your mum knows, your mum, your grandmother knows you're gay. Just, like, anything would have been better than nothing. I mean, granted, that's where the scene ends and we don't really see anything else, but, like, we get no. the assumption that she doesn't say anything. It doesn't paint Carrie in the best light, but then not much else does. Yeah. I guess the main thing is she kind of gets that, well, after looking at all the family photos, it kind of made her kind of think, well, I really do want to get married. I do want this family stuff. Even though I don't even know if that is what she wants, but... No, I don't think so. I think it's what she wants for this episode. Yeah, um, same. Because, like... Yeah. Like, Carrie spends six seasons and two movies going back and forth over whether she wants to get married or not. Mm-hmm. She, for this episode it is, because the last scene is, like, she's in Big's apartment and they're making dinner, like, they're making some kind of sauce, and she kind of just blurts out, like, I can't date someone who doesn't want to get married, like, what's the point? Um, His reaction is kind of weird, because he's kind of just, like, tasting the, so- the sauce, and he's like, ooh, too much salt. <laughs> and he, yeah, and then he puts some wine in. You went to put a potato in if there's too much salt. Yeah, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he doesn't really answer the question. He just kind of talks funny for a he bit. He talks about the sauce and he says, it's all about the timing. And then he says, I thought we were having fun. And he like gives her a playful look. And and then he's like, you got he like feeds it to her, and then he's like, oh, you got a bit of sauce on your nose, and they kiss. Yeah. And uh, again, he's not answering the question. No, he never or... answers any of these like serious questions. Like he never like back when it was like the monogamy thing. Like, he never even said he wanted to be exclusive with her. They just had a big talk, and then she was like, I'm happy now. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. And uh, then the last part of the episode is, like, Carrie's voiceover, and she's like, my Zen teacher once said to me, the only way to happiness is to live in the present, not worry about the future. Of course, he died penniless and single, which, like... Again, this is just worrying. (laughs) How did you... How do you know this? Like... Well, she said in the... Like, before the yoga scene, 
seem that she had a Zen teacher. Yeah, I don't really... Which, like, isn't a thing people have. Her own personal Zen teacher. Yeah, and I don't know. All this talk about Carrie getting married just kind of made me think of the Sex and the Sea movie, and I- I'm still a little bit traumatized. Yeah. I'm, like, still upset about it, so... It's honestly just a disaster. It ne- it's a never-ending disaster. Even when you think it's going to be good, it's just when bad. When you think they have a happy ending, they're like, here's two more movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so rankings for the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like okay, we're going to have to say I would first. say number one, Charlotte. Uh-huh. Just because, I don't know, she had the most memorable part of the episode. She was having fun, doing a bit of self-discovery, which I think everyone should do. You know, figure out your body and such. Yeah. Uh, And then two, Miranda, because she just didn't really do much, but was very fun in all the scenes she was in. I mean, she does take them to get vibrators. Yeah, that's that's fun. I like that. That's her whole plot. And then Samantha for being... (laughs) valid and then yeah carrie because she was a shitty friend to stanford yeah yeah my order is exactly the same as yours this week it's i think it was pretty obvious this week especially since carrie was just very shitty i don't know she can't seem to make up her mind about anything and she was shitty about it and to stanford and eh. but charlotte was like easily 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 the best this episode like by a mile so I loved her. Yeah, it was a good app. I would recommend it. Yeah, I would too. This is a good one to watch if you're going to watch any of the episodes. Mm. Yeah, and you don't really need to know too much like about you really everyone. Don't. No, you just need to know who's who. Pretty much, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But, um, questions. So if you have questions, you can send them to um, citygirlsmakedo.com. <laughs> slash ask. I honestly thought you forgot for a second. I did. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so first question of the week is from our good friend Sarah, and she asks, what if Sex in the City still on TV? Carrie, get iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think she does get an iPad in the movie. Or did I make so that she- up? <laughs> I love that. Um, I cannot confirm or deny that, but... I can't remember. I do need to rewatch that. Part of me wants to do it now. Like, in my head, I'm yeah. saving it for when we get to it, but... It's... I mean, it's, that's gonna be so long from now anyway, so... I know, yeah, I'm... <laughs> in, like, the three years it probably ends up taking us to get there. I, th- yeah. I think I'm allowed to watch Sex and See the movie. I think you're allowed. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, there was that article which was horrible about plots that would be happening now if it was sex and city was on mm-hmm. yeah and it was bad and i recommend not reading it um <laughs> so we'll make I, up our own ones <laughs> i do think carrie got ipad um yeah uh I, big does vape tricks yep big does a big vape that's why his name is big because he rips <laughs> mr big vape clouds um <laughs> uh what about Charlotte, has Charlotte upgraded her vibrator in 2018? Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte has, like, one of those, like, electronic super vibrators. I don't know. Vibrator technology hasn't really changed all that much. There's, like, those ones that you can get that, like, suction right onto your clit. Uh, Oh. And they just (laughs) go. You can. She would get one of those. (laughs) 
<laughs> she just has like a whole collection. Yeah, she would have a whole bunch. There's just so much that you can get these days. What about Miranda? Miranda in 2018 is mm. running for the governor of New York. True, true. She she runs for the governor of New York. She Miranda doesn't get iPad. I think Miranda maybe gets Surface, like like a Surface laptop, like a Windows Surface tablet. Yeah, well, that's that's what's ha- that's what's going on. Like Carrie gets an iPad and she gets a Surface tablet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> and then what's Samantha up to? Uh, Samantha's same old, same old. She's timeless. What? Okay, wait though. What would be okay? So blowjob. Wait, what did she say last week? Anal sex was the blowjob of the seventies or the eighties? No, anal was. 80s. 80s. And then threesomes threesomes 90s. 90s. Blowjobs were 70s? So we need to do... No, blowjobs... Yeah, I guess blowjobs were 70s then. I think eating ass is the the blowjobs of the 2010s. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's everyone's all it. about eating ass now. Um, yeah. That is the whole new thing. Mm-hmm. What was the thousands? What was the noise? Mm, that's a good question. What were people into? I don't know. When did Fifty Shades of Grey come out? That <laughs> that's pretty been some recent. kind of Some kind of people trying to do some kind of BDSM thing, but doing it wrong. Spanking? Yeah, spanking could have been in the aughts. Yeah, I don't know. Weird shit. <laughs> Weird shit. Samantha's in 2018 eating ass. That's all I know. Yeah, that is a hot topic at the moment. Yeah, so yeah, we'll say that. So Samantha is giving rim jobs. <laughs> yeah. Hate to think about it, but it's the truth. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> uh, other question comes from a friend of the show, Summer. She says, did you have wedding fantasies when you were kids? If so, what did your dream weddings look like? I hmm. definitely did. I don't know about you. I really didn't. Ugh, I had like, I think I have like new wedding fantasies every year. Um, <laughs> which is funny because I actually don't want to get married. Yeah. I want a but wedding. I, but... I feel like, yeah. I never had fantasies as a kid. Like I never planned anything. I was never like, oh, this is what I want one day. Like my whole life I was kind of like, you know, if I get married, then that's great. And if I don't, then that's also fine. Like whatever. I never really thought about it. I was kind of like, I'd like to, but at the same time, I was kind of more like, I don't know. Like if I'm just with someone that I'm happy with, like if it's not a big deal to them, then it's not a big deal to me. But like if they want to, then I'd be happy to. But like kind of one of those things where it's like, I want to be with someone but kind of just see what happens I guess because like I don't know I mean I wasn't that enlightened as like a kid like as a kid I was like yeah I want to get married I just don't have any thoughts about it (laughs) that (laughs) you honestly sound like the chillest kid I was definitely not like that I wasn't chill but I I was chill about stuff like that I had no chill about stuff like Pokemon (laughs) okay fair no I was I was a classic um very girly child Mm. in that I watched Disney movies constantly uh uh you know princess ones see i was like a very tomboyish kid and i always watched like the animal disney movies those were like my favorites like oliver and company and stuff yeah no i never liked animal ones i was like Mm. princess only and i mean like unofficial princesses too like hunchback and mulan no mulan's official princess like hercules i fucking love hercules hercules is a fucking amazing movie it's Not so to mention good. the fact that Ariana Grande covered the best Disney song of all time, which is Zero to Hero. Everyone should go listen to that. It's on YouTube. It's very, very good. 
<laughs> we literally can't go an episode without talking about Ariana Grande. I had and we to did put it. that in there. <laughs> it's true. Um, no, so yeah, so I used to watch those movies all the time, and they always end in a wedding, so like, I did think about it. Yeah. Even though my parents weren't married, I really wanted them to get married, just because yeah. I like weddings. Yeah, I, I love weddings, I love going to weddings. Yeah, it's fun. I think, yeah, my dress is the main part of my fantasy, just because I do, um, even now, I think the reason I want a wedding is because I like attention, and I yeah. like pretty things. True. So. I do like both of those things a lot is the thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can I can have a party, um, invite all my friends, and I get to wear a fucking gigantic dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like those I'm are into really it. good. And you're like the center of attention the whole time. Yeah. It's good. I think I've kind of always been like, oh, that'd be really fun, but I never had anything specific. Like I was never like, this is what kind of dress I'd want, or this is like the kind of flowers I'd want. It was kind of just like, yeah, if I ever have to, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like now I'm a bit more realistic about it of like, okay, well if I get if I do decide to get married, it would probably be something smaller. Um, just because I feel less, you know the most realistic thing to happen but i'm like okay if i did if i was marrying some old man for his money if i was gonna like anna nicole smith it uh, (laughs) then i would have like a gigantic dress and a huge cathedral length veil (laughs) and everywhere would be covered with flowers That'd be fucking That'd good be as great. shit. Great, yeah. Hell yeah. But no, as a kid, I definitely, I liked, um, you know, in The Little Mermaid where Ariel gets married on a boat? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for a while, I did want to get married on a boat. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I had any location ever in mind. The only thing I ever thought would be really cool would be, like, if you would, like, walk down the aisle and then, like, the champion music from Pokemon was playing and then you get to the <laughs> end of the aisle and then you have, like, a Pokemon battle because it's, like, the Pokemon League and then you get married. Uh, if you get married and I'm invited and you do not do that, I am calling off the wedding. <laughs> Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely <laughs> fair. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I do, as a show, I, have you ever seen Don't Tell the Bride? I don't think so, no. It's like, so it's like a show where basically it's, it's like misogynistic within its roots and very mm-hmm. heteronormative by its premise. But they have uh, the groom plan the wedding instead Ooh. of the bride. And like, usually they pick a guy who is slightly stupid and is marrying someone who is pretty uptight. Or not even uptight. They're just like, I, you know, this is a big day for me. I would like to have a wedding and I would like to plan it. Yeah. <laughs> and he usually does something which sounds fucking stupid and terrible, but like most of the time, like the brides actually like it because it's different. And I just think the amount of weddings you go to and they're all the same. It's true. Yeah, it, it'd be and nice no to do really something cares. different. Yeah, no one really yeah. cares. Everyone's just there to drink. It's true. Like you just want to have a good time. I feel like the thing that would make me have the worst time would be like if you're planning everything and you care like to the most ridiculous detail about everything and it ends up just being way more stressful than fun like the whole point should be just fun in my opinion yeah it should be like fun and celebrating your love yeah but i love planning things i do like to plan things it's good yeah like (laughs) i love planning something and it going successfully it's very high risk, high reward. I, I, I think I'd be a great wedding planner, hmm. but I would be so stressed. Yeah, I feel like that'd be stressful to do that for your, yeah, to do that for your job. Mm. It's a lot. 
high stress every single day. But I would get to wear like businesswoman suits, so. Mm, excuse to wear a lot of really nice clothes and probably make decent money. And you know, never you never know. It might be like that Jennifer Lopez movie, and I fall in love with Matthew McConaughey. It might just be like that. <laughs> I would never fall in love with Matthew McConaughey. I do not think he's charming. I don't either. He's not good no. to look at to me. Although he shows up in Sex and the Sea, so <laughs> we'll discuss that topic eventually. We'll get there, yeah. Um, thank you for the question, Summer. And that's all our questions for this week. So uh, I guess if you want to find me outside of here, you can find me at Age of Oddish on Twitter and at Windfall Island on Tumblr. And if you want to find me, then I'm on Tumblr as Dork Phoenix. Hell yeah, and follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at City Girls Make Do if you want to. We are good there. <laughs> For not, we don't really post anything there. <laughs> you can no, see our, you can see the good meme about eating grits and sucking grits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to remember that when I come across like good sexy content or Ariana Grande content to post it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com. I'll I'll try to post things to Twitter more often, maybe, but. At the same time, I probably won't. So, <laughs> follow us there anyway. You'll see our new episodes when they come up. And thanks for listening, and see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.